Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition. We're launching into hour number one, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features on the site are completely free. That, once again, freetalklive.com. By the way, want to welcome our uh, one of our newest affiliates. We've had like five new stations join the show within the last week, and I've actually got another verbal agreement from somebody else, Mark. It's, it's been a very good month for Free Talk Live. But want to welcome on board WSTP 1490 AM in Salisbury, North Carolina. That's a nice uh, set of call letters, STP, like, yeah. the, uh, like the oil. I guess, yeah. yeah. So, so welcome aboard. Actually, this is another station that's sort of been with us for a little while, and now we finally made it official. So, hello to them. Fast and racy. Yeah. Hello to North Carolina and our listeners up. Uh, this I think it's just north of Charlotte, I believe. So I bet we get exempted for NASCAR races there. Uh, probably on WSTP. Come on. But uh, nonetheless, you guys have uh, an hour of the Saturday show. Hopefully, that'll expand in the near future. So if you like the show, call your local station and uh, talk to the program director there, Mike. He's a great guy, and let him know that uh, you appreciate Free Talk Live being on. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Starting things out, let's talk about Islam. And if you ever heard Free Talk Live before, you know we're not going to talk about it like the other shows do. Nothing like it. There's this woman that does a uh, talk show, Monica Crowley. Mm. If you listen to this woman, uh, she's apparently some big pundit, some blonde bimbo. Well, I don't know pundit. if she's a bimbo. You don't she know the woman. She seems like a bimbo. Okay, not whatever. Too, she doesn't seem too bright. Well, she seems to just she's par- a hate monger, I'll yeah, tell you that. She just parrots off whatever she hears uh, from Rush Limbaugh and everybody else. Anyway, she gets but, she'll get on the air. Bimbo she- talks about her her, you know, sexual exploits to some extent. She- oh, really? Yeah, it's, uh, I thought know. Bimbo was kind of just airheaded. Okay, well maybe it Maybe is. I'm wrong about that. I don't know. Uh but anyway, she um she'll get on the air and she'll just attack Islam. She's one of those people that is trying to paint this picture of a war between America and Islam. It's a you know and of course the the real war is supposedly Christianity versus Islam, but anyway, it's us versus Islam, this evil religion. They're so terrible and bad. But are they? Is Islam really a a bad thing? Is it a bad religion? Is it really out for blood? Is it looking to kill all of the Westerners? Is that all true, or is it just um, propaganda? Charlie Reese over at LewRockwell.com. I mean, this is in addition to something we discussed a couple weeks ago. We had one of our callers from Washington call in, and he had a friend in Egypt who was a, you know, in the Islamic religion. And he pointed out to us that you know, just all the stuff you hear about Islam, it's just manufactured. It's just not true. And now Charlie Reese at LewRockwell.com is going to back that up. He, uh, By the way, in case you don't know who he is, he's a, a syndicated columnist for King Features Syndicate. Been writing for, uh, He's been a journalist for 49 years, was a, a tank gunner in, I think, the Korean War. Not sure about that. Maybe Vietnam. But uh, he was a tank gunner. So he's had some military experience and all that. Anyway, Charlie says, There is an ongoing slander campaign against Islam, claiming it's a religion that promotes violence and hinting that it seeks world conquest. Before you buy the malarkey that's being produced by people with their own agendas or prejudices, or who are just plain ignoramuses, follow these few suggestions. Compare the history of Islam with the history of Europe, which for centuries was called Christendom. An objective look will show you that Christendom wins by a landslide when it comes to violence and wars. After all, Europe and its offspring didn't come to dominate the world, including the Islamic countries, because they practiced the gentle virtues of Jesus. 
As for the common practice of cherry-picking scripture from holy writings and presenting it out of context, just check out what the Christians call the Old Testament. There you'll find God advocating a double standard of morality, condoning slavery, ordering the Israelites to commit genocide, and committing infanticide himself on a mass scale. I don't believe you'll find anything comparable in the Koran. The word jihad, which now, is... It's my understanding the Koran contained the Old Testament. Uh, I, I don't know about that. Well, it, it's it's a. Uh, I'm going on what Charlie Reese says. It's here. an offshoot of uh, Judaism to some extent. Go I ahead. don't know. Now, if somebody knows the answer to that, 800-259-9231. He says the word jihad, which is so overused these days, has, like a lot of words, more than one meaning. It means basically to struggle, but this can be personal or spiritual or a peaceful political struggle. Only if Islam is attacked are Muslims required to defend it. As for that obnoxious propaganda term, Islamo-fascist, just recall that fascism is a European invention by nominal Christians. To my knowledge, the only fascist governments ever to exist on this planet were all European and nominally Christian. Another canard is that Islam promotes forced conversion. We've heard this one before. Mm -hmm. You either convert or you're killed, yes. allegedly. Not so! Even when the Arab Empire was expanding, rarely were any of the conquered people forced to convert. The Quran even forbids it. Naturally, once Muslims were in charge, a lot of people decided it was on their own it was in their own self-interest to convert, but this is just one of the sleazy aspects of human nature. I remember when Florida elected its first Republican governor of the 20th century. I saw plenty of people crawl out from under their rocks and convert to the Republican Party, drawn by the smell of patronage. With some rare exceptions, human beings always act in what they perceive, rightly or wrongly, to be in their self-interest. It was Christian Europe that slaughtered the Jews, and nothing remotely resembling the Holocaust is to be found in the history of Islam. In fact, during the past, when Jews were being persecuted by Christian Europe, they frequently fled to and found sanctuary in the Muslim countries. Until Israel was, uh, was established, practically every Muslim country had sizable Jewish populations dating back centuries. Well, there was, there was no complaint about Jews um, amongst the Muslims at that point, but you know, now a, um, what they would consider a Muslim country has been taken by, well, basically the Westerners uh, decided that they would do that, you know, cut Israel out and then give it to the Jews. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of Jews living there at the time. So once again, Europeans, uh, Westerners, meddling in Islamic affairs. And there are still Jews and Christians in some Muslim countries. The final suggestion is that when you hear some individual radical Muslim being quoted, just remember he's one of a billion people and speaks only for himself and his small following. And be wary of the quotations he uses. I mean, that would be to, to take what one Muslim says as, you know, the truth about Muslims would be the equivalent of taking what Fred Phelps says as the truth about Christians. That's the guy that uh, goes to the uh, military guys' funerals and protests that, uh, you know, the military guys die because uh, God hates gay people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, that guy. Something. He's not a spokesperson for all of Christianity. Nope. And so, again, be careful when you... He's uh, pretty radical. When you hear these things. And be wary of the quotations he uses, for they're often deliberately fabricated or just distorted. If Muslims really desire to conquer the world, don't you think it's strange that we've been living in peace with them for nearly a millennium and a half except for those times that we attacked them, the Crusades, the European colonial movement, and our invasion of Iraq. Don't forget either that some of the countries that the Bush administration calls allies are themselves Muslim, Egypt, Jordan, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, etc. You have nothing to fear from Islam. The Al-Qaeda movement is a tiny percentage of Muslims and wouldn't be the force that it is except for the fact that the Bush administration has gone out of its way to make all of Osama's, uh, Osama bin Laden's propaganda.
become true. Well, I don't think that Osama bin Laden would be a problem to the United States um, if we weren't involved in the Middle East. Absolutely. We're propping up the government in Saudi Arabia. Um, King Fahd, and I can't remember what his uh, his successor's name is, but his you know son, um, Harim, maybe? Anyway, uh, you know, with their being propped up by the United States government, we're holding a king in place. The United States, a country that seceded from a king, is propping up a king. Now, mm-hmm. of course, <laughs> the only way you're ever going to, if if Osama bin Laden wants to take over that government, which is what he probably, I'm sure he wants to do, he's part of that royal family, he probably des- thinks that he deserves to be king. Maybe. If he wants to take over that uh, country, the only way he's going to do it is by either beating the United States or getting them out of the Saudi Arabia. So that's what his plan seems to be. It seems pretty clear to me. You know, I'm glad you brought him up because uh, the the people over at the We the People organization, mm-hmm. GiveMeLiberty.org, they've been sending out some iffy emails recently, and I've been sort of turned off by them. Mm-hmm. Um, in case you don't know, this is, this is one of the organizations that's out there fighting for tax freedom here in America, amongst other things. And some of their recent emails have had to do with immigration, and they're sort of taking the closed border stance, and that didn't really turn me on too much. But they finally sent out an email that was really a doozy. It was really a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they have spent some time really pouring through what apparently is a uh, a book that has been released with the uh, the actual uh, actual quotes from Osama bin Laden. There's there's an entire book out there. Uh, that was edited by an, an English-speaking person, and it's it's essentially just a compendium of all the different things Osama bin Laden has said over the last decade. And I think it's important that we actually highlight some of the things he said, because most Americans honestly haven't heard this. It's coming up. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up what you want for the live Saturday edition. Ian here with you. And Mark. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features completely free, including the archives and entire year's worth of the show, right there on the front page of the website. You just go and download them. They're free. Unlike those other radio talk shows that want to charge you for their sites, we do it free. Freetalklive.com, 1-800-259-9231, talking a bit about foreign policy. And we're actually going to hear some uh, some words that Osama bin Laden himself spoke, because I don't think a lot of Americans have really ever heard what he has to say. Right, they've heard a lot about him. Right, they've, uh, they've heard, heard a lot of claims made mm-hmm. they've from heard the administration. He's the one that uh, did this, uh, you know, blew up the uh, the trade centers and, and all that stuff, so therefore we must go after him. But you don't hear a lot from him. Yeah, right. There's the tapes, they'll show you the pictures of the tapes, but rarely do you hear what they said. Exactly, they'll give you their summary of what, the, uh, some of what he said, but they always leave things out. And uh, I found it very interesting. So we'll do that here in a moment, but got to go to the phones first and talk to Ron listening on WVTS in West Virginia. Hey, Ron, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, what's hey. on your mind? I have uh, quite a bit of education under my belt, almost 200 credits, and I have even more resources available to me. Uh, and I want to see the United States win, short-term, long-term, everything in between. What does win mean to you? Hmm. Uh, Oh, good question. <laughs> uh, win the war on terror in general. Okay. Sounds like something uh, that would be very difficult to do. Stop crime? 
That's correct, yes. Okay, go ahead but with your preferably statement. Preferably in Iraq, but definitely, definitely in Afghanistan. But okay. uh, I'm honestly not sure if that's really possible anymore. No, it's. I agree, would agree with you. It's. It's not possible. Um, in the same way, it's not possible to win the war on drugs. It's also not possible to win the war on terror. In fact, if you look, um, there's a lot of similarities in that since the start of the war on drugs, there's more drugs on the streets, uh, more available than ever. Um, and since the start of the war on terror, there's more terrorism incidents worldwide. Funny, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. And also the most interesting part, um, I'm surprised on how little has changed here in America. What do you, um, when you say that, how little, what do you, what do you mean by that? Um, there's of course the airport changes, which are which are great, and there's They're been great? I, I don't some agree. changes. Really? No. Because they could be better. Um, I think that it, uh, airports would be a lot better if we'd take security out of the hands of the government and allow airlines to individually decide, based on uh, consumer demand, uh, what the security level should be for their airlines. Like how, how secure should you be in the mall? And I would um, also point out that even by their own test, the TSA misses about 75% of guns, knives, and bombs that go through their, uh, um, you know, they test themselves and, and they miss 75% of their own, uh, of their own uh, you know, stuff. They're crappy Correct. at their job. And also, and also the uh, the borders, like how porous the border the border is between Canada and the United States. Why does a, a how, why does a porous border scare you? Um, because I could just about smuggle anything. Well, across the border, like like what? Drugs or guns or a nuclear bomb or what? Uh, well, entire entire truck full of uh, drugs. Whatever you want. Yes, anything. Literally anything. So are you advocating uh, some sort of wall be put up on the, the northern and southern borders? Not necessarily a wall. Perhaps to start off with, better surveillance. Uh, More people to pay technology. off, you mean? Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I, I would, I would, I would say first off, you can't stop people from doing things they want to do. And I wouldn't, you know, there's people out there that want to drink alcohol. We don't have laws against that. There's people that out there that want to smoke pot. Why do we have laws against that? That doesn't make any sense to me. So if there weren't any problems with the laws in in the case, if we made pot legal or you know all drugs legal that people wanted to do, to do then there wouldn't be a problem with smuggling anything um, across the border because, well. There wouldn't be anything to smuggle. Right, and I, I kind of like the idea of having a free country where free people are free to cross borders freely without having to ask government bureaucrats for permission. Uh, I kind of like that idea, and I'd, I'd like the country to stay as, as free as possible. And the idea of increased border security just sounds to me kind of scary. That doesn't scare you a little bit? Uh, it does, but um, I'm more focused on the fact that it's not if there will be another attack. It's more so when. Well, I, I would agree with you that there, it's a win that we're going to have another attack here in the United States from some Muslim radical who is um, you know, upset that we're involved in his government. But if we stop the foreign intervention, um, intervention that we, we have, you know, as so much of our foreign policy, basically we decide what the world does. Um, if we were to back off and just use the Department of Defense as something defensive, um, then I don't think we'd be near – we'd have near the po- problems with uh, – Foreign people wanting to come over here and bomb us. Your thoughts? Interesting point. That and uh, you have to also understand how this looks to our uh, the people outside the United States. Now what powers. looks? Uh, how we're doing with the war in general? We how we're like dealing boobs. with it? Uh, like for instance, countries like China, Russia, France, Brazil. Mm-hmm. 
they have to be sitting back and almost laughing. Yeah, they, right we look now. like uh, violent boobs. Well, I don't think they're laughing they're, because uh, I don't think they're laughing because American troops are getting blown up and and shot at. I think they're you know they're uh, they're kind of uh, I don't know angry from what I understand it. The the world uh, opinion seems to be that Americans are hegemonistic and they're trying to rule the world and be the world's police force, which of course wasn't the original intention behind the founding of this country. When you go back to what the founding fathers and you know what they thought about. Uh, ruling the world. They just wanted to keep to themselves, leave everybody else alone. They wanted to trade with the rest of the world, but not actually get involved in, in allies stuff and treaties and, and fighting wars and that sort of thing. So I, I think that we should really get back to that, don't you? That would be an interesting perspective if we could get back to that, yeah. Well, it's possible. We we absolutely can. In fact, We're supposed to be the government. There's one particular um, candidate who is in the, uh, the, run, the running in 2008. His name is Ron Paul. Have you heard of him? Yes, I have. Um, now, I'm not going to speak for Ron Paul, but as I understand it, he generally leans toward getting the heck out of other people's countries and minding our own business, much like the Founding Fathers wanted to. So, were a man like Ron Paul to be elected president, it it absolutely is possible that the troops could be brought home and that uh, the people around the world wouldn't be so uh, darn angry about what the American government is doing. So it is a possibility. Thank you for the call. We really appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. It sounded like we gave him a few things to think about. Mm. In fact, uh, this uh, this quote from Osama bin Laden is going to give you a few things to think about as well, in case you've never heard anything that he has to say. Mark, you get on the air here on this show frequently, and you make the claim that if the, the American government were to just remove itself from the, all of the countries that it's occupying, many of them it occupies... And, over 130 countries, right. I'd like to point out. which there's Over only 100, 700 bases. There's only 190 or so um, rec- recognized by the UN. So we're in, oh, two-thirds plus of the countries in the world. We right. have troops in them. Correct. Now, uh, people would come out and say, well, but those countries want us there, and that's not true. The governments of those countries may want us there, but... Each of those countries, we would have to recognize as Americans that each of those countries is comprised of all of its people. Mm-hmm. Individuals. And we don't have any business being the armed uh, arm of any country but our own. We certainly don't. But you've made the claim that if America were to pull its troops out of those countries, especially the ones where they're um, agitating, blowing things up and harming others, that that would go a long way to reducing terrorism, reducing the threat of terrorism. My belief. And the fact is... That's what Osama bin Laden has to say. What a surprise. Uh, we'll get to what he has to say and some of his rationale and, re- and reasons for doing what he's done over the past uh, decade or so. Coming up here in moments in your calls as well at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition, and it's your show. You can bring up whatever you want toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features on the site completely free, including updates. You just get signed up. We'll clue you in whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show. In fact, I think I sent an update just yesterday. So head over to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list. That is updates. .freetalklive.com and the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival, better known as Porkfest, is June 18th through the 24th. At Porkfest, you'll be able to tour New Hampshire on special Free State Project bus tours or on your own, as well as socialize with hundreds 
of fellow activists and lovers of liberty. Register today at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com as we go to the phones to Howard in Florida listening to WFTL. Hey, Howard. Hey. Hey, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? Oh, nothing. Just listening to the subject matter. Uh, I guess I've been listening for about ten minutes. And, I don't know, you guys should be on The View, man. You both should be, like, co-host on The View. You think you I'm a bleeding-heart liberal? Yeah. I, it's not that yet. No, let's, let's take liberal out of it. It's just common sense. What okay. is? That Islam, Islam is coming for you, regardless of how you, if you think that the United States is... Why are they coming after us? Country. They're coming after you because it is a part of of their their character, their 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 religion, their mantra. They've been around for it a thousand. They've been around for uh, fifteen hundred years or so. How come they haven't conquered the world then? They were much larger than they, they were now. They took over. No, they took over two thirds of the world. I, that that um, sounds a little optimistic, a but okay. No, no, but I'm just saying that that you can't. You can't appease an Islamic fascist person who you believes your... deeply in their heart that that the state of Israel and the United States and anybody associated with the United States is evil. Okay, you well, so your solution for stopping an empire being built is to have an empire? No, that's not what I'm saying. Well, I'm, I'm not I, saying I, that That's what we're doing. I'm saying, I'm saying that... Um, United States, just remember the purple finger. Keep that in your mind. Okay, that I've, I've got the purple finger. That one woman that held her purple finger in the air the first time she voted in her life, and she was 65 years old. Remember that. Remember wow, it's that. amazing. She, she made it to 65 without ever voting. Human, you know, you, you, yeah, you know why she made it that far? Because she had to wear a veil over her face, and because she was uneducated, and because she was not allowed to do anything. It is so obvious. I don't think you have a real, a, a, a real account, a, a real accurate idea of what things were like in Baghdad. I, I mean, she didn't have to wear a veil in Baghdad. That, no, listen, I think that your program is just a, just a, a farce, a way to get people upset that know the truth. Those people, they deserve us coming to their rescue. And we did Hold on. Wait, 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 how did they, how did they engender that? Dis- how, did, how did they come to the point where they deserve me coming to the rescue? Because we can. No, no. Who's we? I, we we, we is not an accurate statement. You finished with your statement. I asked you one, and now I want to follow that up. You made a claim that those people deserve something, like they have a right to me coming to help them. And what you I'm telling you... You don't think anything of them. You what? don't think anything of them. That's your problem. I, no, 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 no. Stop. Stop for a second. We're having a conversation. You're not preaching. Okay, now, um, now when you say that they I deserve it, I feel like I have to. Yeah, I understand. I understand. You, you, you realize you have, you feel like you have a limited time, and you don't. We're going to talk about this. Okay, okay. I'm all right. So those people somehow deserve me, my tax dollars going towards a military that's going to take over their country and kick out their dictator. But the, if I don't pay those tax tax dollars, I go to jail. So to some extent, I am a slave of the government that forces me because I would not be over there. I would not have military over there if it were my choice. So right. those people deserve to be free, but I deserve to be enslaved in order to make them free. That's how your does, position. How, right? how does that make any sense? Uh, it makes sense because it's like walking by somebody's house. Uh-huh. And seeing this dude beating his wife, okay. and you just keep walking. Uh, no, it's different. Here's why it's different. Because if there's someone uh, beating their wife, then you get to make the choice 
on your own whether or not you want to intervene. You can choose to continue walking, but you can also choose to get in there, knock on the door, and go in and try to save the woman. In this case, hold on now, in this case, we don't have that choice. There's no doubt that Saddam Hussein was a bad, bad guy. No doubt about that. However, you didn't give me the choice to say, okay, yes, I would like to contribute some money to go over and, yes, uh, and excise this yes, dictator. You took the money you by force, choice. by threatening to no. throw me in a jail cell if I didn't send it to you. That's what happened here, and it's a, that's a lot different, sir. I disagree. Uh, well, you do, what, now, what, what part do you disagree with? That I'm going to go to jail if I don't I pay my taxes? I disagree, that you were for, I disagree that you were forced to. Really? Really? Because if I don't yeah. pay my taxes, I'll I'm sure I go to jail. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Get on a plane and fly there. But I was born here. I deserve this so just right. as much so as right. you do. You, you don't have a right to enslave me simply because country, you say so. Let me finish. Let me finish. You talk. Now let me finish. If you disagree so vehemently about helping people that don't have any hope, then you know what? Get on a plane and go to a country that accepts your pacifist. <laughs> but hold on, I, I believe that I, I believe that I'm in the country that's founded on ideals of freedom and liberty, and I believe that what you're saying is about it's about um, authoritarianism and putting me in jail. Thanks. Um, okay, just we just need to slow down here for a moment because um, he's saying that we're pacifists. And I want to make clear that we're not pacifists. Oh, pacifists okay? here. What do I have upstairs, Mark? Um, you got an AK-47 and you got a Mossberg. That's right. I've also got a handgun as well. But that Mossberg uh, was at one time yours. Anyway, uh, so uh, we don't. We're not pacifists. We totally believe in self-defense. When somebody is attacked, absolutely, you 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 have the right to respond with uh, with force in that particular case. What we're talking about here, and what you're denying to the hilt, Howard, is that when. You decide, when we decide, Mark and Ian, when we decide we don't want to contribute, and you're saying that uh, we're saving people over there. Last time I checked, there were, what, 600,000 people that had perished in, uh, in Iraq since the invasion? You don't, hear, you don't hear anything. Excuse me? You don't hear the truth. You don't hear the truth. Oh, the truth is that people aren't dying over there? Is that what you're going to try to tell the me? The truth is, the truth is, they are, we are their only hope. Hold on. That portion of the world is in the Stone Age. I would say that the that truth is can you can't give somebody freedom. You can't give it to them. They have to earn it. Oh, tell them, well, if that's the case, then tell the, tell the Jews in the Nazi death camps. Look, uh, you know, uh, the, plenty of Jews escaped Germany. They understood what was coming, yeah, and they left. Tell the people that gave them their freedom, dude. What? Tell the people, tell the United States came to their... Their defense. The, the United States did not come to the defense history. of Jews in World War II. Okay? Actually, sir, the we United didn't have any idea United Jews were in camps until after World War II was over. I, I, last time I checked, dude, we're still in the defense of the Israeli government and the Israeli state. Right, I understand and that, and I don't believe are. that we thank should be setting are. up protectorates around the world. That's not. Listen, like I said, it's 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 basically a um, kind of a love. Feeling that you have to have in your heart when you see somebody. No, sir. No, no, no. You don't. No, no. Yeah, that's that's what you're trying to pawn it off as I'm though it's love. You know, you are finished now. Thanks finish. for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 
You know, he had him on the whole segment, and it's never enough for people like him. Well, I, you know, he wants to claim that it's love to go and go over there and drop bombs on people and shoot people, and you know, all in the name of love. That doesn't seem very loving to me. And if it's your mom, also, if your mom died in strike and awe, you wouldn't consider the United States to be loving. Certainly not. And that's why there continue to be that that can that's why there continues to be new recruits to the insurgent side because they aren't feeling very loved by the the U.S. military. Shock and awe. Uh, and the idea that a military that a, a military, which its job is to blow things up and kill people, the idea that they can be the purveyors of love from uh, around the world, that's, that's an insane concept, first of all. Look, if you love somebody, then you need to, uh, if you love the people around the world that are under, uh, under control of an evil dictator, then what you need to do is go over there and join the resistance yourself. You need to go and, and take some money out of your pocket on a voluntary basis and Send it over to the opposition. Send it over to the side that's, that you support. For you to take my money by force, which is what it taxes are, sir, for you to take my money by force or threaten me to that you're going to throw me in a jail cell if I don't want to give money to your loving little experiment, that's not love at all. That's, that's a threat. That's violence. And it's despicable. 800-259-9231. And if you don't want to agree that taxes are force then we need to keep discussing that coming up here in moments. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and it's your show, the live Saturday edition, toll-free, 800-259-9231. That is the Sankle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. You like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, then go and buy some Free Talk Live stuff. At store.freetalklive.com, we've got T-shirts, we've got hats, we've got a variety of different products, and a number of them are in the pre-order phase, which means we're introducing brand new products, trying to gauge consumer demand to an extent uh, to see what's popular and what's not. But on the pre-order phase, you'll find all kinds of neat things, including the 2-gigabyte FreeTalk Live multi-gadget. It's a 2-gigabyte MP3 player. It is also, at the same time, a voice recorder, a flash drive, and an FM tuner, all in one for less than 60 bucks. You'll find that and a variety of all-new clothing and more, all there at store. FreeTalkLive.com. Let's go right into the phone calls here. Uh, and we should probably talk about why taxation is theft, so remind me to do that. Let's talk first to Jack in Florida, listening on WFTL. Hey, Jack. Jack in Florida, Hello. listening. Hello. Hey. Hi, guys. I just wanted to say we're listening to you down in the car here down in South Florida. Great. And just can't imagine that you New England people are just such buffoons and actually... Think what you. Uh, what makes you think we're New England mouth. people exactly? Well, aren't you coming out of like the New Hampshire area? We are, yes, sir. But we're I was born in Florida, Florida. Florida. Thank you. I cannot, um, cannot imagine that you. And it's actually sad that Americans that can actually think the dribble that comes out of your mouths. What now? What's I was born in Sarasota, Florida, sad, so I don't know that um, sad, the geography has anything to do with this. It's sad and insulting. It's sad and insulting. The stuff that comes. Hello. Hello. We lost him. I didn't. I didn't. Cu- we didn't cut you off. You can call back, Jack. Normally, yeah. uh, it's one call per night, but that was odd. That was a strange thing. So we'd like to have Jack back on the line at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. What are we saying that's so awful? I mean, what's w- sad and insulting about what's, it? Yeah, what's sad and insulting? I mean, the position of Free Talk Live is that you should be free to live your life how you want, as so long as you don't harm anyone else. What's wrong with that? Why is that an insult? I would like to. I would like to set people free from the tyranny of the state, from uh, from this huge government that the United States has. Wasn't it this week that? 
news came out that the government is the biggest it ever has been, the federal how could government. It, have you ever seen a government get smaller? No, have you ever seen not. a government program go away? I mean, we oh, but d- we're liberals, Mark. We're liberals. How could we want smaller government? I'm no liberal. Don't call me a liberal. I'm not either. I would call myself a paleo-conservative. I would call myself a uh, libertarian, a well, free marketeer. Libertarian. Same thing. Uh, but you know, no, we're, we want to get uh, we want to make it so the government doesn't take money from you by force. To where if you think something's valuable, then you just take your own money and you contribute to it. So if you want to go around the world and invade other countries and blow things up and shoot people, then by all means, you take a good percentage of your income every single year because that's what the government's doing. They're just taking it and spending it on what they want. You take it and you hire some mercenaries and you get together with your friends and your buddies, pull your money together, and you go ahead and send yourself a nice little hit squad over and assassinate some dictators around the world. By all means. Because then if you do that, then if there are going to be consequences in that if uh, maybe someone wants to retaliate against you, then the retaliation will come against you, not not the me. World Trade Center. Not the World Trade Center. Not some random building with a random bunch of people. And it'll come back against the people that funded the violence, which would be you. Because I'm not interested in funding violence against anyone else. I'm not interested in, uh, in funding violence against Jack in uh, Miami. I'm not interested in funding violence against Howard, against strange people around the world. I just want to live my life. That's all. And I just want other people to leave me alone. Let me take the money that I earn and spend it and save it and give it away in the ways that, that I think are best. What, what's wrong with that? Why is that so radical? Why is that so terrible? 1-800-259-9231. And I'm sorry to break this news to you. A lot of you people calling in probably consider yourself conservatives. And the old line on conservatism is that, you know, you're supposed to keep the money you earn. At least that's as as I used to understand conservatism. Conservatives believe in smaller government. Well, that's how it used to be. But apparently it's not so anymore. Apparently now conservatives believe in a a worldwide police state that will show everyone around the world how much it loves them by invading their countries and killing people. Uh, I don't understand that. And so... Taxation is theft. We uh, pointed that out earlier, and maybe these uh, so-called conservatives don't – maybe they've forgotten how exactly it is theft. See, because when the government sends you that bill, when they send you that invoice that, you know, actually it's not even an invoice. It's a blank sheet of paper that you have to figure out how to fill in, and if you fill it out incorrectly, they'll throw you in a jail cell for five years. When they send you that paperwork, they're demanding that you send it back to them filled in with all the correct numbers in the right places – and you send a check with it if you, if you owe the, supposedly owe them money. And the fact is, if you don't send the check, or maybe if you're a business owner and you don't withhold the money from your, uh, from your employees' checks, if you don't send that money to the government, there's a good chance they're going to come after you and throw you in a jail cell. And you know what? If you don't want to go into that jail cell, then what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I, you're gonna, you, if you don't want to go to the jail cell, they're going to shoot you. That's right. They sure are. They all have no compunction about it because then you're a tax dodger. You're a tax resistor. And you're a criminal. Oh, as it a sounds to me like that's what they called the founding fathers. Did they? Yeah. They called them tax dodgers and criminals. And surely if they didn't hang together, they'd all hang separately. Well, you know, the founding fathers were, uh, were dodging a 1% tax. Now we've got a 50% tax rate here in this country. Now the average American getting taxed 50 to 60% per year. Right. Uh, the, the tax on tea at the Boston Tea Party was, I've heard, between 1% and 3%, but we would uh, say certainly arguably a very low tax. Apparently, these guys love to be taxed because it shows how much they love the people around the world by funding the military to go and do what it does. Where's the love exactly in all this? Because I don't feel very loved 
Do you? 800-259-9231. Let's talk to David in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, David. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, that, uh, that guy, he, he didn't. You stole some of my thunder when you got a couple minutes ago, but uh, uh, shame on you. Um, <laughs> he, he doesn't see the idea of funding his own battles. He wants to force everybody else to do it. There's nothing conservative about that. I used to be a conservative, and I got cut. Basically, they lost my support when they... Uh, and they stop being, oh, I don't know, conservative. <laughs> right. You know, I, I, I felt tricked with the uh, the Bush uh, Bush getting elected in 2000. You know, there were, the tax cuts came, and I really yeah. liked that part. And then, you know, they flew the b- planes into the buildings, and I was mu- as much like everybody. Hey, they weren't real tax well, you know, cuts. You know, Bush used to, uh, Bush used to um, the first thing, long before, I think before the uh, Trade Center, the first thing Bush pissed me off on was he said he was a free trader. He said he supported free trade. And then he did the steel tariffs. I think he also said um, he. Uh, I think not, he also said he was against nation building as well. I remember that as well. Yeah. That was also, short, very shortly prior to the World Trade Centers. Yeah, you know what? I also um, remember when I uh, when it was uh, the year two thousand during the campaign. He had a huge sign up in Sarasota, Florida, that said George Bush, smaller government. Huh? What's all yeah. that about? They they preached this every year to ride them ride themselves to the polls. And then every year they borrow huge sums of money when they're not raising taxes. They, 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 know, they have to know that money has to be paid back or the country goes in default like Argentina did. I don't know. I, 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 is, all is all the, the Republicans are doing is spending our grandchildren's money. The, Republican, uh, the Democrats want to spend ours. The Republicans want to spend our grandchildren. <laughs> That's the a huge difference there. Are, they, are, they are frustrating because they ride this stuff every year. They always. I talk about it in the house. I live with a bunch of free staters. And we talk about this all the time. That, uh, but they, what they say and what they do is irritatingly different. It is maddening. They always fall for these lines. We got to do this. But wait a minute, David. Don't you love? Don't, don't you love the people around the world? Don't you love them? I, I very much do. But I, I don't know when, when, when you drop a 500-pound bomb on the middle of a of a city of Baghdad, which has four million people in it. Uh, it doesn't do great things to the human body. Well, apparently the way these guys think is that the... more than just a terrorist. I, th- I think the way they think, and I'm not sure how they got this way, but I think the way they think is that the bigger the bomb, the tonnage on the bomb, the more the love. <laughs> well, I, I, I understand, because I used, again, I used to lean that direction, and, and uh, I understand the arguments they make, but they do not seem to comprehend the idea of doing it themselves. They have to force everybody to go along. Uh, Bush is spending all his Bush and Cheney are spending all their time trying to gain support for this war that they know damn well is very unpopular, and and they're they're going around trying to co- uh, trying to convince everybody, hey, it's a good idea, let's stay in Iraq, let's do this, let's do that. Uh, I believe the Constitution does allow for what do they call it, marks of uh, uh, they they allow for a kind of a private privateers. A private militia. I mean, and also the Constitution legion. allows the for de- the, they, legion. the Constitution also allows for declaring war, which they didn't bother to do either. David, thanks for the call. Uh, we appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Got loads of calls here. Uh, let's go to Ober in Florida. You're on uh, Free Talk Live, listening on WFTL. Hello, Ober. Yeah. Hello. Hey. Uh, I enjoy the perspective that you present quite well. Thank you. Well. Thank you, uh, sir. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm thinking of of. It seems that we don't we don't consider the, the the reality of the situations around the world. Think, for example, that uh, Jews were 
and I, I'm, I'm totally opposed to the Holocaust. It was a very evil thing and all the other cruel things that have happened in the Jews down through the centuries. But they were not controlling Palestine for almost 2,000 years. They were driven out of Palestine by uh, the, the Romans in, in AD 70. And were you not know what, Obear, hang on. If you can hang through the news, we'll bring you back. In fact, uh, everybody on hold, Eric, Frank, Tim, we'll get to you all. Please be patient. Hour number two is coming up. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we're launching into hour number two of the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features on the site are completely free, so enjoy those on us. That's freetalklive.com. We are loaded with calls. Everyone has patiently held through the break. We'll get to every single one of you. Let's uh, go back to Obear in Florida, listening on WFTL. Hey, Obear, you're back. Yes, thank you. As I was saying earlier... uh, the Jews lost political control of Palestine in, in 70 A.D. That's about 19 centuries and 37 years ago. And for us to have forcefully put them back there in combination with the British back in the 1940s is some, it's an unprecedented event in human history. And we must understand that those who were living there and their fellow Arabs would, would fight against that. Should, say, Native Americans decide that because five and, and more hundred years ago, about 500 years ago, we took over, let's say, Florida, and so they will now come back in and assert their, their rights to the control of Florida, all of us who live here will understand that this is, this is not something that is politically tenable. Right. We have done that in the, in, in the Middle East, to protect the petroleum rights of the nations, to protect petroleum control of the the, the, the oil wealth that is in the surrounding area. Now, hold on. And Israel yes, doesn't have a great sure. deal of oil wealth, from my understanding. No, no, but we want, we want a military camp in the Middle East so that we can influence the, the petroleum wealth that is in the surrounding nations. Maybe that's there. the reason. I don't know what the reason is. It certainly you know, it begs the question, I mean, as far as uh, you know, why it is that the United States is so interested in the Middle East and not so much all the other evil dictators in, say, Africa, for instance. All over the world. Right. It's, it's really, I mean, that's I think, is an important factor. And, Obear, I, I really appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Tim on... On the road in uh, Vermont. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Tim. Where was uh, I? Think you were listening on WNTK. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, Great. I'm on. I'm, yep. I'm yeah in uh, Scotland, Vermont now. Just across over the border. What's on your mind, um, Tim? Well, I was a uh, uh, first time listener. Um, enjoy the program for the most part. Great. Um, agree with you guys. Um, but I was a bit uh, taken aback, I guess, by your um, your just sort of the attitude that. Uh, Islam is um, sort of the religion of peace, and uh, Christianity is, you know, the exact opposite. Um, well, I don't think. No, 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 that wasn't the point. I, I don't think that that's the case. Uh, you know, I don't believe that okay, Christianity well, guess, is any more violent than uh, Islam, and, and the evidence is I that. No, I do. I, I agree. I think they're well, to uh, sort of extreme, I guess, but I think they're both uh, a bit vile and, uh, you know, a, a 
expensive. Personally, I'm an atheist. Uh, I'm an atheist. I yes, don't believe in as, any of that. As so. I am. As right. I am. Um, but the point, you know, you, you sort of you went on about, you know, the Crusades and the Spanish Inquisition. And, um, I mean, you know, Islam is just as easily spread by the sword or, is, you know, as prevalent by the sword as is Christianity. Um, the point is, I, I just, I got the feeling that... Um, uh, oh, I don't know. How do, how do you describe this? this like we're uh, America haters, that kind of thing? Well, yes, not, but not not quite that, but just that, yeah, okay, um, you know, America, to Christianity, some bad, Islam, you know, we've lived in peace with them for, what, 1,600 years now or something? You know, not true. Well, uh, let me clarify. I mean, Islam, let me clarify Islam what our position history. is. Um, force, bad, um, free enterprise, good. Yeah, we were. What you're referring to is an article we started the show with uh, by Charlie Reese, who's a syndicated columnist, and he was just simply comparing Islam to, you know, right. the and their history to European Christians and their history. That's all it was. Uh, I'm not saying Christianity is any better or worse than Islam. I think that organized religion in general is uh, a blight upon uh, upon the earth. But uh, you know, I, I certainly support. Yeah. I certainly uh, support people's freedom to go ahead and engage in their favorite little religion. That's well, their business. I don't know about or- they don't hurt organized. Me religion i mean i go to a church that's organized um i i don't think that uh religion mixed with politics is a good thing when you can get force behind your religion that's a bad thing right so what we're what we're for here on free talk live for the most part is voluntary interactions between individuals and not using force on on your friends and neighbors that's all religion doesn't really factor in when, when there are, and there are, you know, sects of Christianity, and there are, I'm sure, sects of Islam that are more likely to use violence than others. And so, really, it, I mean, there's so many different flavors of Christianity. How one could paint them all with the Real, same brush? Really, and and you know, the, the the organizations that have the monopoly privilege on violence are governments. So, if we shrink the size of governments, and the only one that I can have any effect on is the United States government, um, if we shrink the, um, the size of the United States government to take us out of all these countries around the world and, and, and you stop this empire building that we're about, then that's what I'm for. That's a good thing. Tim, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, yeah, I absolutely agree with you guys. It, it, it just, I guess, the, you know, yeah, the, the point I wanted to make was that, um, you know, it's important that... Uh, we we don't ignore um, Islam's fault. It's fault amazing to hear libertarian of, stuff on the radio, isn't it? In the yeah, I mean in the you know in the name of in the name of making uh, America and you know Christianity bad, it's important that we don't um, you know make light of the other side's fault. Sure, whether yeah. it's you know or Christianity or Islam or Judaism or you know any of they all they all they're all problems. Absolutely, in, I I think. I, I, yes, I agree and, uh, with you, and and thank you for making uh, for making that point. Also, you know, I know you're you're on the road. I don't know where. Do you live yeah, in I Vermont? Over. Uh, well, I'm from Vermont originally. Um, live down on uh, Cape Cod now, but I was actually on my way home for Mother's Day, and that's gotcha. uh, that's how I picked up your program on the uh, on the road. If you if you um, like the show and you want to hear us answer. again, uh, you can check us out online at freetalklive.com and uh, listen to yourself later on tonight. Thanks for the call, Tim. We appreciate yeah. it. All right. Eight, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. As we g- uh, we continue here, let's talk to uh, let's go to Frank in New York City. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Frank. Hi, guys. Good show. Thanks, Thank Frank. you. What's on your mind? I, I just want to make a couple of statements <clears throat> about Islam. You know, Islam it, it's an ideology. You know, this this isn't Vietnam where you're in one small sector of the world and 
everything goes on right there, Islam is spread throughout the world, okay? Mm -hmm. Their God tells them they must destroy and stop the infidels Whatever the yeah, cost. that's just not what we've heard. So, I'm sorry. I mean, we've heard that from the people that well, support the war, but um, I've heard the complete opposite from people who actually well, are members of Islam. And, uh, and well, Have you read the Quran? Have you read the no, Quran? No, have you? Okay, yes. I've read parts of the Quran. And I've, read parts, I've read parts of the Quran, too. Okay. okay. Many, many uh, Islamists have not read the Quran, just like with Christians. A lot of Christians haven't read the Bible. But my point is, in the Quran, it does say that you must kill the infidels if they don't think like you. I understand what's what, an I understand what be, you say. Hold on, I, I get this. But here's here's the okay. counterpoint I'd like to make to that because um, okay. I don't believe that um, Islam is full of a bunch of uh, bloodthirsty radicals any more than I believe Christianity is full of a bunch a blood, no, bunch of no, bloodthirsty no, radicals. Hold right. on, wait, 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 wait. The statement, the okay. statement, Go ahead. Um, the statement is, that I'd like to say is God uh, put the Israelites to destroy AI, every man, woman, and child uh, down to the sheep. As a matter of fact, he, he uh, destroyed some of his own people about keeping sheep from the city of Ai. That's a rather bloodthirsty god that um, the Christians worship, don't you think? Well, uh, putting that aside, I'm not... But why, why are you putting put it aside? Okay, okay, okay. Then here's the thing. That's not even the same god, okay? Oh, it's a different god. It is a different As guy. far as I'm concerned, it's the That's same. They're both two old books oh. written by men okay. a long, long time ago. What, who cares okay. what those old books say? You know, let's okay. look at reality well, today, sir. And the reality okay. is that uh, sure. I, there's not anybody trying to kill me. And whether they're a Christian or whether they're Islamic or an atheist okay. or Satanist or whatever they are, if they're trying to kill okay. me, well, thank goodness I have the right to bear arms and I can defend myself okay. if necessary. Okay. We don't need to Very be going good. around the world invading other people's countries. Okay. Do you agree? Let me know. Yes, I do. But okay. let me give you my point of view on that. Yes, sir. The problem part of Islam are the fundamentalists. Okay? Same thing with Christians. Guys, okay, but but Christians truly love people. Okay? <laughs> I don't no, know about that. No, wait wait, people? No, wait. Wait, let's not go there. I, I called to make a couple statements about Islam. I That's see. what I want to do. And then I'll listen to you off the air. Okay, we're not talking about Christianity. We're talking about radical Islam. Yeah, but but then you're okay. it's it's not you're saying it's not fair to compare them to Christianity and the radical no. Christians that very clearly don't no. love other people. Many, we'll come back with more of you. Hang on, eight hundred two. I'll give you a fair shake. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is a live Saturday show, and you can take control of the airwaves toll free at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line for you, 1-800-259-9231. Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got lots of features on the site. They're all for free. You know, those other radio talk shows, they want to charge you for things like live streaming. Oh, we have a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version. Two sizes will fit everybody, and they're free at freetalklive.com. Plus... SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you, so their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy. So your business is handled as efficiently 
as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com or call 800-544-6359. That's 1-800-544-6359. Do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live, like SACL CAI. Let's go back to the phones and bring back Frank in New York City. Now, Frank, you said you wanted to get on, you wanted to discuss Islam without anybody bringing up Christianity and all of its faults. So, okay, we'll give you give you that opportunity. Go ahead, sir. Okay, well, you know, first of all, I'm not calling to bash Muslims, okay. because there are a lot of peaceful Muslims. Great. There are. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they go to their mosque, they they do what they need to do, and they keep to themselves, and that's fine. But I'm talking about the radical, fundamentalist, Islamist, with whom there is no negotiating with. You cannot negotiate with these people. You can't sit down and have peace talks with them. I can't negotiate with the U.S. government. Okay, but... Come on. I'm not talking about the U.S. government right now. I'm talking well, about Islam. I understand okay, that, that, that there you, exists. Me, let, what's your first name? What's your first name? Uh, one's, Ian. One's Ian, one's Mark. Yeah. Okay. Are you Ian? I'm Ian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, look. Look, let me ask you. Uh, do you like your way of life the way it is right now? It, it's fairly like comfortable, but um, I, li- I would like okay. to have more freedom. I'd like to have okay, a lot more. Okay, would you like it? Would you like that encroached on? Would you like that change? Because... This is the goal of Islam. Right now, they're throughout the no, world. No, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Okay? It seems to me to be the goal of the United States government to reduce freedom. Islam's not even a factor. Well, how about this? We're protecting our freedom because you know what? Who's we? If you, if you, if you I'm saying we as a people, I guess. And okay. you don't have to include yourself. I'm just saying in general, mm-hmm. okay? But here's the thing. Yeah. The thing is, is you can't. You know, you can't lay down with these people. If you lay down for these people, they will come in. Who's laying down? See, Who's laying down? Frank, We're not talking about laying down. We don't, I, I don't if propose. we don't defend, guys, if we don't defend our rights, they will take them from us. But, Frank, here's where, here's where you're going astray on this, and you're not understanding what I'm saying. Frank, I am saying that we are in their country. They're not in ours. They struck out at us as we would have struck out against them if they were in our country we would have been mad i mean there's it's likely that some americans would have killed uh, would have gone over to uh, somewhere in saudi arabia or wherever and killed some of their people innocent people if the saudi arabian arabian government was um in our country and affecting our politics as thoroughly as we are affecting theirs i say we're messing with them frank and they may very well have a religion that says that i'm bad because i don't believe in their religion but they haven't done anything to me yet. And the United you States know, government has. Right. When, when every but time you know they, they demand you know that I pay my taxes, and if I don't, I go to jail, okay. they are turning me into a slave. And it's the United States government that's getting bigger and bigger all of the time, okay, taking guys. away more freedoms in the name uh, of preserving freedom. I mean, uh, that's insane. Okay, guys, here's, here's the thing. The reason you still have your freedom, and the reason they haven't hit us is because we have taken defensive position. We've absurd. taken a, a defensive position. Absolutely absurd. Are you telling me that I couldn't go out and put together a truck bomb tonight and go drive it up nearby some building and blow it up in this country? I could do that if I wanted to. All well, I need to do is get the right chemicals, put them together in the right place. It's ludicrous to believe that if someone wanted to hit the United States again, that they, could, that they couldn't do it because of the government. Absolutely absurd. Okay, well that's your opinion. Okay, no, it's not an opinion. opinion. I could go right out tonight and put a bomb together if I wanted no, to, and so could you. No, it's your opinion that, you know, they haven't 
Well, look, look. The thing is, as of when I called, I wanted to make a couple statements about Islam, and and the and the statements being they're fundamentalists, they're dangerous. Okay, I'm not talking about Muslims who are peaceful. Fine. I'm talking. Okay. About, I'm talking about the fundamentalists. You know what? I agree with you. Islam. There are religious nut jobs of all different flavors around the world who I would absolutely agree with you and qualify them as dangerous. However, it is not appropriate of it's not an appropriate response to send a military into another country to invade on the pretext that there is evil, scary bad guys all around the world. I just want my freedom. And I want to be able to live my life without having to, you know, yeah. give all this money to the government. How about that? Yeah, well, but you know what? For us to preserve our freedom, they have to spend some of the tax money. So to preserve you know freedom, we, wait, wait, let me see if I understand you. You're saying to preserve yeah. freedom, it must be infringed right. upon. Because the U.S. government, run by Democrats and Republicans, is infringing upon my freedoms. It's not the Muslims or the Islamists or the Christians or whoever. It's the people in government that are, uh, that are trampling over my freedoms, and those are the people that I want to fight against. Frank, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. And when I say fight, I don't mean violently. No. I mean uh, an information stand-up, okay? Right. Let's continue with the calls and go to uh it is eric in michigan you're on free talk live uh bring up whatever you want hello eric hi and hi mark hey what's on your mind uh i called uh my local uh department uh police department earlier today i'm the gun aficionado and i had a question for him about open carry uh according to my state law i'm officially allowed to openly carry a pistol meaning that i have it on a holster on the outside of my body that's clearly visible i don't need a permit for that excellent now is that in your constitute your state constitution or is that um okay now that's the state constitution says that do they have laws against that state constitution thing because i mean you know that's the thing that's the thing is i can officially do it in the michigan code of laws it's stated uh where i can where i can't open carry but in dearborn where i am uh even though it's not against the law still they contradict the state law and say that i can't do it i called Mm -hmm. up and asked them why and they said because it would be considered brandishing a weapon. So I checked out an opinion by the uh, former attorney general and now governor, uh, Jennifer Granholm, and she officially said that so long as you're carrying it openly, but you're not brandishing it, meaning that you're not swinging it around, right. that's not, you can't be arrested for brandishing a weapon. So, so what are you going to do? Despite the fact that the attorney general thinks that it's not brandishing a weapon, and despite the fact that it's legal under state law, I could still be arrested for it. Hey, you, wait, wait, are you telling me that the police are just going to do whatever it is they want to do in this country? Absolutely. They don't care what the law is. They'll do whatever they think is on their mind. Whatever's on their mind, they're just going to do it. Great. And so you fact, get arrested, thrown into the to a jail cell, and then you have to process out and go to a trial and try to defend yourself uh, just to you know carry a weapon in the, the so-called land of the free. Absolutely. Hey, wait a minute. Are they, wait, hold on. Hey, wait. Are the police officers members of Islam? Are they, try, are they the ones that are trying to, um, to destroy your freedom? I'm fairly certain they're not, uh, not Islamists. Oh, hmm, that's <laughs> in funny. In fact, I'd like it? to make a short comment about that after yes, this. Yes, sir, but, uh, certainly. The first, the first guy that I called, in fact, was just a regular old, you know, plain, or, uh, you know, police officer, just a regular old, uh, regular old guy, and he had no idea what the law was. He didn't know what the hell it was. He thought that I could be arrested immediately, and he didn't know, you know, any of the any of the codes that I was bringing up, and he just pushed me through to the lieutenant. So this means that this guy's walking the streets day to day, has no idea what the laws are, but he's picking people up for See, it it's anyway. okay. To, it's all right for the cops to not know what the laws are. They can make them up as they but go along. But for you, ignorance of the law is no excuse, citizen. Yes, so they say. <laughs> hey, hang on. I know you Different had something press. about the Islam thing, so hang on. We'll bring you back. And uh, we've got two Joes and a John on the line. You guys, we're getting to you as well. Uh, ladies, if you call in, you come first. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want. You take control. 800-259-9231. Your call's coming up. 
This is Free Talk Live's live Saturday show. You bring up whatever you want toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line for you. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where all the features are completely free, and that includes the wiki, over 1,300 pages. Created by listeners just like you. It's like the listener-editable version of our website. See what I mean? Go over to wiki.freetalklive.com. Mother's Day is tomorrow. If you haven't gotten something for mom, go to 1-800-Flowers.com and get her something nice. They have flowers and gifts she'll love, and they deliver on Mother's Day. If you order now, you can still get your mother something. You will not be in trouble. If you've forgotten... Right now. Right now. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com. Use code FTL to save 10%. That's 1-800-Flowers.com. Code FTL. All right, we're going back to the phones and to the fun. Eric in Michigan, you're back on Free Talk Live. Uh, you said you wanted to make a point about Islam, so go ahead and do that and, and uh, try to make it quick because we got like four guys uh, that are hanging on and they've been waiting patiently. Okay. Well, I, I come from Dearborn. I'm 18 years old, and I come from Dearborn, which is the city with the highest Muslim population outside the Middle East. So I grew up, you know, during the time of 9/11, and I'd say about half of my friends in high school were Muslim. Okay. Uh, note that none of, none of them ever tried to kill me. Um, aye, 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 aye. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, the people just claim that like half of Muslims are fanatics or something like that. They seem to think that, you know, there's there's some okay ones, but the rest of them are just out of their mind. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact. I've known probably thousands of Muslims, and no one's ever been a fanatic that I've known. Hmm. So, also, I, I find it pretty hilarious, these talking points, guys like Frank, who say that, you know, the Muslims want to take over the world and cause, you know, this final genocide where Allah comes back or something like that. It, it, none of it's true. In fact, uh, Supposedly, in their religion, when the last prophet, the child prophet, comes back, he comes back with Jesus. No one mentions that in talking points. But uh, I'd just like to read off this little quote here. I think it's particularly uh, meaningful to the libertarian, uh, you know, the libertarian uh, people, libertarian bent. Sure. It says, uh, this is in relation to, uh, you know, where they say, uh, kill the infidels. You know, a lot of people quote that and they say, well, Islam wants you to kill all the infidels. But in fact, they don't tell you that the infidels were at that time people who had made treaties with the Muslims and then killed them after they had made peace treaties. So oh. this is in relation to them. So we're not uh, and play them wherever then. you catch them, and turn them out from where you they have turned you out. For tumult and oppression are far worse than slaughter. But fight them not at the sacred mosque unless they fight you first there. But if they fight you, slay them. Uh, such is the reward for those who suppress faith. In giving cease, God is unforgiving, most merciful, and fight them until there is none left, uh, no more tumult and oppression, and there prevails justice and faith in God. But if they cease, let there be no hostility except to those who practice oppression. So if the infidels cease their infidelity and their attacks and dishonor and all that, then uh, leave them alone and let it be. Precisely. Only take care of the people who try to oppress you, which I think is exactly what most of us libertarians feel. You know, that, that makes perfectly good sense that an infidel would be a practicing infidelity. And infidelity would mean that you had, at one point, sworn fidelity towards something, and then you back, backed off. So, in fact, you and I aren't infidels because we have never sworn fidelity nope. towards um, Muslims. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, Eric, great certainly call. we could misunderstand that, and certainly some uh, Muslims could misunderstand that, too, but... It sounds to me like the, uh, the 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 etymology of it says it doesn't include us. Well done, and thank you for the call, sir. We appreciate Thanks it. Eight hundred two five. Yes, sir. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to Joe in Florida, listening on WFTL. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, Joe. Yeah, I just wanted just listening to the show for the first time tonight, and I thought I'd call in and just stay, say my opinion. Really, please do. That's Welcome what it's aboard. For. What's up? Um, I think all this stuff about Muslim and Christianity and the war is almost a distraction. All right. I've I've been and not been a libertarian for many years now, and what I see going on, and we have state 
government-controlled education. Oh, yeah. Government-controlled health care. We've got checks on the First Amendment disguised as campaign finance reform. We've got just about approaching needing travel papers in the name of Homeland Security, and we're approaching strict gun control in the name of public safety. Those things bother me a whole lot more than radical Islam or radical atheism or whatever. Absolutely. And they also, completely with I you. hate to say it, but they seem more important to me than the war. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I totally understand. I mean, every every individual has his own hierarchy of of importance. And just because you happen to tune into Free Talk Live on a night we were discussing this, you know, I think uh, a couple weeks ago we were talking about the war on drugs. Uh, you know, we've certainly touched on it. Uh, we've gone heavily into education on this show. So I think that, you know, you, you continue listening to Free Talk Live. You're going to hear a lot of those topics discussed. In fact, I might have even had an education topic tonight just so we didn't uh, we didn't get to it and i think that the education issue is a huge factor into all of this because a lot of the people that you've heard call in tonight that were sort of taking the pro government mentality of course were educated by the government uh, it's it's the government that has uh, indoctrinated all of the people in this country to believe that, you know, what government does is right, what government does is best, government can do no wrong, our government is better than every else's government, and, you know, all these other crazy indoctrinations that have, uh, that have gone our on. Our government can do no wrong when our side is in charge, but they can't do no right when the other side is. And right. It, it, it's silly. Red team or blue team, you know? Yeah, I mean, we, we, co- we try to cover it all on Free Talk Live, and, of course, uh, you're, you're tuning in for the first time. We also do this show six nights a week uh we, we wish we could get it on down there six nights a week and eventually hoping it uh, hopefully it will happen in the meantime we invite you to our time website. i heard it i was just playing with my radio listening and i zoomed in on it that's I how it happens it. great did you have any other comments tonight joe no that was my comment i just you know it bo- it bothers me a little bit that there's of course like you said this is the night you're discussing the war but it just bothered me all this talk about religion and this that and the other thing and it just they seem like secondary issues to me yeah well the, the main issue and we we always try to bring it back to this and the main issue is the size of government and i think we've touched on that tonight uh the the main issue is government's intrusion into americans lives it's not islam that i'm afraid of or christians that i'm afraid of it's the government that i'm afraid of terrorism there i'm not too concerned about all these far off so-called scary al-qaeda guys lurking somewhere i know where the real terrorists are they're in washington dc there are 535 of them sitting around in Washington, D.C., passing laws to control our behavior, to control our money, to control our freedom. That's the real terrorism to me. Sometimes with the best of intentions, too. I'm yeah, sure it is. Absolutely. And, of course, it always goes uh, to the opposite of their intentions. You can look at any government program, whether it be the war on drugs, the war on terror, whatever. They always, it always ends up that their intentions might have been good, but the results are usually the opposite of their intentions. War on poverty is a great example. Try to eliminate poverty with government. You get more poverty. So, Joe, call us again some night. We'd love to hear from you again. We're on there every Saturday night from 7 to 9 on WFTL in Florida. Okay. and. Uh, and worldwide, of course, from 7 to 10. So thank you for the call, 800-259-9231. And if you miss a moment of Free Talk Live, get it online at freetalklive.com. And in addition, if you're listening on your local radio station and you like what you hear, call the local station, talk to the program director, and tell him, t- tell him or her thank you for adding Free Talk Live to your lineup. And tell them you might want to hear, if you're not getting us all 18 hours a week, tell them you want to hear more, because they just might listen to you. Let's talk to, I believe it is John in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi, guys. Hey, John. John. What's up? Somebody mentioned uh, our current President Bush campaigning 
on a platform of no nation building a little bit earlier. Yes, he did. He also hinted on uh, uh, kind of an anti-UN type thing, like we weren't going to get involved with all this stuff. We mm. can see where that went. Yep. Uh, and that brought to mind, he, one of his big, uh, the words that keep ringing in my head when I hear that, his words, a humble foreign policy. He said it over and over in the debates. I used to watch that stuff. I'm tired of it. I don't watch that stuff anymore. But a humble foreign policy is what he kept saying. So we much don't for have that. that. He's betrayed everything that he said. He also campaigned on a, in addition to that, campaigned on a platform of anti-McCain-Feingold, an unconstitutional law or bill that was going to shut up political speech 30, 60, or 90 days before the election or whatever it was. Yep. Absolutely. He said, I will not sign that. That was a, a major part of his campaign. And then he signed the bill into law. And at the time of his signing, he even said that it is unconstitutional, and he knew it. Yeah, I remember that. That the Supreme Court would deal with it. Sign it that anyway. I could have been impeached back then. Well, you know if what? Anybody thinks... It's it's fair you know it's fair to attack George Bush because he's the guy who's in office right now but I want to make it you know make it clear that here on Free Talk Live at least I personally don't care much well, for any of the recent press. Let me make the point for you. Before. Yes, sir. I, I I think you're probably thinking the same thing that I was going to say. If anybody thinks that the Democrats are going to do any better, they got to get real. Yep, they're all a bunch this of is scumbags. The business these boys are in. All a bunch of trash. Hey, John, thank you for the call. More coming up. Your calls as well. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and it's your show. You can bring up whatever you want. The toll-free number, 800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and you can join us online at freetalklive.com. You like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier, as have done around 370 of our listeners. In fact, I'm a little behind on processing the amplifiers, but I promise I'll get them all done this weekend. Uh, but you go to amp.freetalklive.com, and for as little as 3 bucks a month, you can help support Free Talk Live. And what, what we do with the money is we take it in, we pull it together, and we turn it around into buying advertising to get the show on more radio stations. We do uh, outreach to radio program directors across the country, and and as a result, they find the show and like the show and put us on the air, and more people get to hear the message of freedom and liberty. Um, and, of course, it's also uh, AMP also helps us spread uh, the word on the Internet as well. So if you go there, you'll learn about the perks that you get access to as a Free Talk Live amplifier, like uh, the Free Talk Live AMP-only call-in line, the AMP-only forum, AMP-only, uh, let's see, chat room as well. All the details at AMP. FreeTalkLive.com. As we go into, uh, once again, more calls, let's talk to Josh in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Josh. Hey, how you doing? Great. What's on your mind? Um, uh, well, I guess I kind of wanted to comment on a couple of the callers that I've heard uh, since I started listening. And um, it seems kind of interesting that every time they bring up Islam, it's always in the context of, of today's uh, political situation. I mean, they never... Uh, will fess up to the fact that we've been, you know, supposedly supporting these fundamentalists, I mean, for the last 50 years. I'm sorry, what, uh, what do you mean? 
Well, I mean, uh, the U.S. government, I mean, basically, we funded al-Qaeda through the 80s fighting uh, the Russians. Oh, yes, I mean, they yes. were our, I mean, you know, another man's terrorist is one man's freedom fighter, you Saddam know. Saddam Hussein like, used, to be, uh, used to be on the U.S. payroll. I mean, it, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I mean, all these people. I mean, Osama bin Laden has a CIA cover name. I mean, it's, it just seems, <laughs> it, it's very frustrating when it's all this stigma from, you know, and the anti-Muslim sentiment is because, you know, we were attacked on 9-11. I mean, and you think that if our country was really uh, really behind protecting our rights, they wouldn't be constantly eviscerating them in the under the guise of, you know, keeping us safe from these boogeyman vampires. Oh, yeah, don't you know? You just have to trade away your freedoms for a short time, and then they'll give you security in return for it. Sure, isn't that a great deal? Trade away your freedoms for security. That's what the deal is with the uh, with the government. I, I'm sorry, I don't want that offer. Thanks very much. I'd rather keep all of my freedoms and take my chances. How, how about you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just... Um, I don't know. Ask the Russians when Stalin came in what happened. I mean, how many millions of them died? Ask, um, you know, ask the Chinese about Mao Zedong. I mean, it's all always about the fatherland security, but they're never, you know, they never try to keep our rights intact. They always try to to limit them so, you know, we won't get hit again. But the, the, really the, difference, between, uh, the, the difference between tyranny in the United States and tyranny in uh, you know, the sort of... Uh, t- Tyrannical yeah, regimes you're talking about is is that we don't have that figurehead, you know, and yeah. it's going to be tyranny of the majority. You're going to fight this war because we said so. And that's all about what the supposed democratic ideal is. I mean, it's totally mob rule, and I just I just can't agree with uh, I can't agree with this kind of it's just soft tyranny basically, and yep. it's gonna it's gonna really hit the fan when they decide they need to blow out the dollar or they. Decide they need to, you know, engineer another 9/11. And, well, the you know, the is but... getting. You say it's soft now, but it's getting harder. I mean, they're talking about building us yeah. a, a wall on the border. Hello, does that ring a bell? Berlin Wall, Great Wall of China. I mean, yeah, I the... mean that is to keep us. That is to keep us in. They don't. Yep. They don't have any. They don't have any. Uh, any uh, ideas about enforcing illegal immigration or anything? It's about keeping us in, and it's about you know making us second-class citizens. There I mean, you go. Good. And thank you for the just, call. We appreciate hearing from yeah. you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I wanted to get to this before uh, the hour got, um, came up. It is the actual quote from Osama bin Laden. This he uh, this he uh, was a videotape broadcast on Al Jazeera in October twenty October twenty ninth two thousand four. Quote. This is words. His words. God knows that the plan of striking the towers had not occurred to us, but the idea came to me when things went just too far with the American-Israeli alliance's oppression and atrocities against our people in Palestine and Lebanon. The events that made a direct impression on me were during and after 1982, when America allowed the Israelis to invade Lebanon with the help of its third fleet. They started bombing, killing, and wounding many, while others fled in terror. I still remember those distressing scenes. Blood. Torn limbs, women and children massacred. All over the place, houses were being destroyed and tower blocks were collapsing, crushing their residents while bombs rained down mercilessly on our homes. It was like a crocodile devouring a child who could do nothing but scream. Does a crocodile understand anything other than weapons? The whole world heard and saw what happened, but did nothing. In those critical moments, many ideas raged inside me, ideas difficult to describe, but they unleashed a powerful urge to reject injustice and a strong uh, determination to punish the oppressors. That's part one of, of three here. And I just want to point out that, hello, Americans, this didn't start on September 11th, 2001. 
I think a lot of people believe that because right. that was sort of the attitude at the time. Oh, where did this come from? This right. attack, this is unprecedented. We have um, irresponsibly been burying our heads in, our, in, in the sand and allowing the government to do whatever it wants to do in foreign policy. Mm-hmm. Who cares as long as they're out, you know, controlling the brown people? I'm sure they're bringing them democracy. It's great. Well, you know, some of these people don't want whatever kind of great government where our government's bringing them. They don't want it. And we in America didn't want the government that the King of England was giving us. And we fought against him. And that's what they're doing. I'm not saying they're right. I just say, I'm just saying I don't want to be involved. But the point is, the seeds for 9-11 were planted in 1982, back when the U.S. government was meddling around in the Middle East, as it's been doing for decades. Well, yeah, I, since the fall of the Ottoman Empire. Right. Continuing his quote, As I looked down at those destroyed towers in Lebanon, it occurred to me to punish the oppressor in kind by destroying towers in America, so that it would have a taste of its own medicine and would be prevented from killing our women and children. On that day, I became sure that the oppression and intentional murder of innocent women and children is a deliberate American policy. It seemed to me that freedom and democracy are actually just terror, just as resistance is labeled terrorism and reaction. Yeah, look how we've been representing freedom and democracy. Imposing lethal, uh, lethal sanctions on millions of people, as Bush Sr. did, and carrying out the mass butchering of children is the worst thing that humanity has ever known. So is dropping millions of pounds of bombs and explosives on millions of children in Iraq, as Bush Jr. did, to remove a former collaborator, Saddam Hussein, and install a new one who will help steal Iraq's oil as well as commit other atrocities. Against the background of these and similar images, the events of September 11th came as a response to these great injustices. Can you blame someone for protecting his own? Self-defense and punishing the oppressor in kind. Is this shameful terrorism? Even if it is, we have no other option. You push this man to his limits. This is the message that we have repeatedly tried to convey to you in words and deeds years before September 11th. You could see this if you were so inclined in the interview with Scott McCloud in Time Magazine in 1996, as well as the one with Peter Arnett in uh, CNN in 1997, and with John Wiener in 1998. You could see it in the events in Nairobi, Tanzania, and Aden, and you could see it with my interviews with Abdel Bari and Robert Fisk, who is a fellow West, is, who is a Westerner and co-religionist of yours, but one whom I consider unbiased. He's telling you he made it clear in all of his interviews in the 1990s that if you know if you just stop attacking us and meddling in our affairs over here, you won't have terrible things brought upon you. His final quote: With those in the White House and the TV channels who answer those who cl- answer to those who claim to stand for freedom, dare to interview him, Mr. Fisk, so that he could explain to the American people everything he's learned from us about the reasons for our struggle. For if you could avoid perpetrating these injustices, you Americans would be on the right path towards the security you enjoyed before September 11th. This is what I can say about war and its reasons. Right there. From his own mouth, his own words. Get out of my region. Leave us alone, and we'll leave you alone. It's what he's been saying for years. Do you know what the Gadsden flag is? This was a flag that uh, the United States government considered early on having as its flag. Don't tread on me. It says, don't tread on me. That sounds to me like what Osama bin Laden's saying to us. Yep. I'm not saying he's a good guy. I'm not saying he's going to do the right thing. I'm not saying Muslims are are the best religion around. I'm just saying we should leave those people alone, bring our troops back from the 131 or so uh, nations that we have them in, in over 600 military bases around the world. Before you create another Osama bin Laden, before you create ten more of him. Right. How do you create a terrorist? 
Well, go into his country and start screwing with his government. Maybe kill off a few people. Listen to what he says. I I still remember those distressing scenes. Blood, torn limbs, women and children massacred. Imagine you. Imagine you being in his place. Here in America, imagine an invading force. Name the country. China, you know, Great Britain, Russia, whatever. Some invading force comes over and blows up your city. Imagine seeing those scenes, seeing that wreckage, that death and destruction. And imagine that what, what, what that would do to you. Especially if your family was slaughtered. What would that do to you? Hour number three is on the way. 800-259-9231 is the toll-free number. Your comments, you bring up whatever you want. Coming up, it's Bureaucrat Appreciation Week, everybody. We'll tell you about it. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live's live Saturday show. We're launching into hour number three, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free. 800-259-9231. The SACL-CAI toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features for free. That's freetalklive.com as we go right into the calls and talk to Matt in Illinois on the amplifier line. Hello, Matt. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Great. What's on your mind? Oh, there he goes. Well, maybe he'll call back. 800-259-9231. Phone lines, they don't always work perfectly. Hey, it's Bureaucrat Appreciation Week. You can't let Bureaucrat Appreciation Week go by here on Free Talk Live. It's uh, going to be over tomorrow, but it's May uh, 7th through the 13th. According to, uh, let's see, the public ser- it's Public Service Recognition Week. This according to HomelandStupidity.us. Let's go back to, I think, Matt in Illinois. Give him another shot here. Hello, Matt. Hey, guys. How are you? Great. Good. What's on your mind? I, I, I guess I got cut off. Um, I just wanted to say, earlier tonight you had a couple of guys calling in from Florida, and they were defending the indefensible. They were defending the war in Iraq. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, where do they get these ideas? How come they think like this? And I believe that it's because uh, a lot of it has to do with the media, and there just isn't enough shows like your guys' show on the air. So I wanted to say thank you for having your guys' show on the air. A lot of it does have to do with the media, but the reason the media is the way it is, in my opinion, is because of uh, the government education system. You know, these these kids are being cranked out of the the government system, uh, believing in the status quo, believing in uh, what we have today, the size of government, and that government is helpful. And so they pro- propagate those ideas to the rest of the population to reinforce the same crap they learned in government schools. So it's really, I think, a tandem sort of situation. Chicken or the a chicken or the egg. I would say it's education, is more than anything else. I I wouldn't argue with that. I remember being in school. I was in public school my whole life. My father was a public school uh, teacher. I was forced to say the Pledge of Allegiance every day during grade school. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the Mm. United States of America. If that's not something pounding in that, hey, we're the best, we can't do anything wrong, I don't know what is. And they they certainly didn't teach you to to question authority. No, they certainly didn't. Thank you for Which the call, we Matt. Keep doing. We appre- I agree. Thank you. 800-259-9231. And we will keep doing that. You know, um, 
the Pledge of Allegiance, I, I don't mind saying it when it's when it's said in public and around me. I, I, do. I certainly do. I don't it's get socialist indoctrination I, written by a national socialist, also known as a Nazi, in the late 1800s to indoctrinate uh, school children in America and Americans in general into a, a worshipful sort of mindset of the state. So I understand you've been indoctrinated like everyone else. It, right, and it, I kind of like to say it. It makes me feel good when I do. Why don't you sing the national anthem instead? Uh, I understand what you're saying, but uh, th- that would be a little incongruous because I'd be singing the national anthem while everybody else was saying the Pledge of Allegiance. It, whatever. Um, what I would like to say about it is stop and think for a second. What's the Pledge of Allegiance um, to the flag of to the, to the Union Jack, the British flag? I, I don't know. There isn't one. What's the pr- Pledge of Allegiance to the Australian flag? There's not one. There isn't one. They do have a citizenship pledge, but they don't have their kids say it on a regular basis. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of something they've got. Got it. Um, the United States is the only country, really, that has a pledge of allegiance. Mm. Hmm. How odd. That is that odd. We've taken over the world, and we're the only one with the pledge of allegiance. Now, it's not that I want the United States to be like other countries. I mean, that's not something to aspire to, for the most part. But the facts are, you know, the, the fact is, the pledge was written by a Nazi. Mm-hmm. I mean, there you go. Shocker! I know, it's iconoclastic and everything, but it's true. Go do the research. His name was Francis Bellamy. Go find out all about him and what he and his cousin, I think it was his cousin, him and his cousin believed, and they worked together very hard to uh, to implement. I don't think that uh, Mr. Bellamy really understood how widespread his pledge would end up. I don't no. think that he really had the the plans for it necessarily that others did once they got their once they got their hold, uh, hold on it. Let's go to the phones and talk to Gene. Ladies come first in Oklahoma. You're on Free Talk Live, listening on KGWA. Hello, Gene. Well, I've listened. Hello, hi. I've listened to your hi. I've listened to your show tonight, Wait. and. Um, I, I think that uh, you all seem to be very venomous towards the United States. We're America I, haters. I, uh, well, you sound like it. No, no, I, Gene, I no. We're, we're, I'm venomous towards the United States government. I love America. I love liberty. I love freedom. I love the concepts this country was founded upon. But what the government is doing to it, I find absolutely sick. Does that make sense to you? Well... I, I think that uh, large government is not the way to go. But, okay, um, great. Then we agree. I, I also find that you seem sympathetic to Osama bin Laden, and some of your statements, I think, are um, hard to swallow, especially when we're in the middle of a war. Oh, I understand. And, it's hard um, to, I, I see how it's hard to swallow, because you've been told certain things about Osama bin Laden and al-Qaeda and all these you know, evil bad guys off in some other country they somewhere. They, they, they are evil. They, they may very well it's, be, it's, but, it's but you under, do you understand? It's shameful, shameful that you won't keep it in that frame of reference. I don't understand. I read a quote from Osama bin Laden. I mean, I read a quote from the man on the air. I heard what you did. Mm -hmm. I heard what you did. It was in the context of how you seem sympathetic. I I really am kind of sympathetic towards Osama bin Laden, a little bit. Bless your heart, I see that you are. Now, now hold you on. Know, Here, let me tell you why, Gene, before, before you, you continue. I'm, I'm sympathetic to him because he believes that his area of the world, it's not really a country, his area of the world has been invaded by a foreign country that's controlling it. And I know that if that happened here, I, I would be on the side of, of, being the, of, of trying to oust the foreign invaders. 
Jean? Richie, well, why, why doesn't Harry Reid and Nancy Pelosi and this little group that is in the um, administration today back and support the fact that we were invaded, sir? I think you're you're misunderstanding. I don't think we were invaded, we and I don't really. Look, I don't believe we have been invaded, and I would like you to back that statement up. But just one second, I don't know. Um, I don't know anything about Harry Reid, Nancy Pelosi. Those are a bunch of Democrats, and you know, I I, I don't really like bedwetting uh, liberals. You know what? I, I I don't understand how actually you can sit and spew your venom when 9/11 killed thousands of Americans. No, it wasn't the 9/11. I would say that it's our foreign policy that caused what? 9-11. Excuse me? Oh, bullshit. Okay, oh, we got to let you go. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. You know, okay, 9-11, first of all, didn't kill thousands of Americans. The actions that individuals took on that particular Crimes. day Crimes resulted... Crimes for which they should be terribly punished. Right, result in, of course, they died, so... That's that. And uh, anybody but, who was involved with them should be terribly punished but, for those crimes. You know, I, I think, once again, this goes back to people like Gene believe that everything started on 9-11-2001. They believe that this attack came out of nowhere. Ah, where did this come from? Well, the fact is, the United States government has been uh, killing people and supporting dictators in the Middle East for decades. Decades before 2001. All of that time, the more people that the United States government killed in your name and my name, the more people that they killed, the more angry those people got. And I don't understand why you can't, under, why you can't get it, Jean, and the rest of you that think like her. Why you can't put yourself in their shoes and imagine how you would feel if your country was under attack in that way. If you had uh, people blowing up buildings in your city, people from another country, let's say the Chinese, blowing up buildings in your city for whatever reason, you know, they can say whatever they want. They're blowing up buildings. They're killing people. Your family is being attacked and killed. You're telling me that wouldn't make you angry? That wouldn't make you want to get revenge, as right or as wrong as that might be? Those actions wouldn't make you that angry at that country and its government and the people that support it? I just don't believe that. I would think that Americans are pretty darn proud of the country that they live in, and if it were under attack by another country... If it, were, if it were being occupied by another country, they would do whatever it took to lash out against that military. Right. I think that I am um, probably more sympathetic to the Founding Fathers when they talked about tangling alliances with no countries. Yep. You know, we are supposed to be standing on our own, not policing the world. And that's loving America. More and on loving freedom. 800-259-9231. You make the call. This is Free Talk Live. The show is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition. The toll-free number for you is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features for free, and that includes the bulletin board system. Over 225,000 posts await you. Over 1,400 people interacting. Lots of topics, serious issues, fun stuff. You'll find it all. It's all for free. bbs.freetalklive.com gets you to it. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Hey, wouldn't it be great to have an ex-narcotics officer be your personal coach to keep you from getting busted with marijuana? 
Go to NeverGetBusted.com to view clips of the recently released DVD that has gained worldwide attention. NeverGetBusted.com. Let's go to the phones, and uh, ladies first, let's talk to Tony in Oklahoma, listening on KGWA. Hey, Tony. Tony? I think Tony we, dropped. We lost Tony. Oh, man. Oh, please, Tony, call back. I think she was sitting next to uh, to Gene. I, I heard someone in the background. I was hoping, I thought that might have been who it was. Anyway, um, you we know just what? have a... A rule against uh, you know foul language on the air. And yeah, I mean we, we, we got to protect our go. we got to protect our stations. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it's all it's about. It's the law that you uh, abide by those FCC rules, and I think that she didn't like that law. Apparently not. She's you know, an anarchist or something. Uh, you know, Jean, it was interesting. Jean had uh, said that she was for she she wasn't for large government. Remember mm-hmm. that she said that. How is it that someone who is supposed to be for small government can justify having and supporting the government that we have today? Because Republicans believe in welfare. They just want to give their welfare recipients guns. Any program where um, the government uh, agents have guns, Republicans like that program. Hmm. Where um, Where the government agents don't have guns, the Democrats like that program. Look, I just want small government. Hmm. I don't I care which, whether it's the red team or the blue team. I just want small government. Now, can small government occupy 130 countries around the world? No. Sure. Absolutely positive of it. Can a small government occupy and, and, uh, and house uh, over 700 military bases around the world? No. No. Nope. Hmm. The Republicans want a big government. They just want them armed. You hate the troops, don't you, Mark? Well, you know, I wonder if, if to somebody who would say... I hate the troops, and I'm not supporting them in a time of war. Well, I'd have to ask them, what would you do in Nazi Germany at the time of the, you know, they're at war with the England and the United States. If you were a citizen of Germany, would you just keep your mouth shut and support the troops? Or would you speak out against a uh, despotic dictator that was killing Jews? Now, I'm not saying our, our uh, government's going around and systematically killing some people of one race, but they certainly seem to be after those folks in the Middle East and their oil. Let's uh, continue with the calls. Harry in Wisconsin, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Harry. Hello, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. I can hear you now. Great. Um, Considering the topic today... Yes, sir. ...came to mind is an article that Harry Brown wrote the day after 9-11. And I don't know if you guys ever read it on the air before or not. Um, You know what? I think we might have... Well, no, we were doing the show back then. Maybe no, we did it happened, a year or so later. I know we've read that article. Yeah. Um, basically, what you're referring to, Harry Brown, the libertarian presidential candidate in 1996 and 2000, and uh, one of the largest influences in, in my life, at least politically, uh, he came out right after the 9-11 attacks, and he basically pointed to you know the, the, the real problem and the, and the real issue. He didn't mince words. He didn't candy coat anything. He came right out against, uh, essentially, it was... He came right out against big government and uh, pointed to government and its meddling in the Middle East as the problem. And I think he 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 right, I think he predicted what government's response would be. And of course, that is to go and blow things up. And and he pointed out that that wasn't going to solve the problem. And a lot of people were angry at Harry Brown for writing that article so soon afterwards. He wasn't being sensitive enough. And uh, he he re- he followed it up with three other articles, I think, in that sort of same vein. And uh, just Harry Brown was a very courageous man. What did you have uh, as far as thoughts about it? Well, I, w- I would like you guys to read it on air. I have it sitting in here in front of me, but maybe that's 
it might take up too much time for your show. Um, yeah, it was a pretty big article, as I recall. I'll try to pull it up during uh, during a break, and maybe we'll consider it for uh, for for next week because it really was that good, mm-hmm. as uh, as I recall. And and boy, did he stir it up. He had so many responses uh, to that art. More, I think, more responses to that one article than any article he had ever done because you know people didn't think he was being sensitive enough. And the fact is, he came right, right out and said what needed to be said. Harry, thanks well, for the call. Was, oh, well, yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I, I heard on the news at the break that Mr. Cheney now is all uh, excited about our battleships that are being moved to, you know, in position to deal with the uh, situation in Iran. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't sound and too exciting to me. Sounds kind of scary, as a matter of fact. It's like another uh, whole, you know, another whole deal starting over again. I don't understand why they're doing this. I mean, why are they doing this? They can't get reelected at this point. Why don't? Why do they feel that they have to continue to warmonger? That they continue to uh, to initiate conflict around the world? They've been successful in Iraq. Thank you for the call. <laughs> successful. Hey, look. How I, do you define success? Well, um, three thousand troops dead. You could, hundreds of thousands of innocents. You dead? could just just possibly, according to uh, the New York Times, um, between one hundred thousand and three hundred thousand barrels a day of Iraq's declared oil production over the past four years is unaccounted for and could have been siphoned off through corruption or smuggling. Maybe they have been successful. Hmm. That's an interesting statistic. Hey, it's Bureaucrat Appreciation Week. We've got to get oh back into this. HomelandStupidity.us reporting. Federal, state, and local governments are responsive, innovative, and effective because of the outstanding work of public servants. <laughs> now, Michael Hampton from uh, Homeland Stupidity says, If you believe that, I've got some critical infrastructure to sell you. But Congress certainly seems to believe it, unless they've recently taken to passing satire off as congressional resolutions. May 7th through the 13th, that's this week, is Public Service Recognition Week. And the House and Senate week uh, last week both passed resolutions to, quote, commend public servants for their outstanding contributions to this great nation, unquote. I'm not making this up, says Michael. The resolution passed by voice vote in the House and by unanimous consent in the Senate. If the Onion wrote laws... They would look like this one. Cato Institute Director of Government Affairs Brandon Arnold picked apart the resolution and noted that it reveals Congress's skewed view of the importance of bureaucrats and, by extension, the government. But just how effective is the government? According to the Office of Management and Budget, just 17% of federal programs are listed as effective, while 25% of the programs are deemed as not performing. The federal government wastes billions, if not trillions, of dollars each year thanks to the mismanagement, fraud, or thanks to mismanagement, fraud, and abuse. As Chris Edwards notes in Downsizing the Federal Government, quote, erroneous and fraudulent payments to Medicare cost $20 billion annually. Overpayments in federal rental housing subsidies cost $2 billion a year, and a single inside deal at the Pentagon would have wasted up to $2.5 billion of taxpayer money, which invites scrutiny of another provision. Public servants alert Congress and the public to government waste, fraud, and abuse. I, I you do. I, too, applaud the whistleblowers who point out misdeeds and fraudulent practices within the government. But the reason we need whistleblowers in the first place is because of the transgressions of other government employees. Essentially, this provision thanks a few honorable civil servants for helping to curb the waste and abuses of the other civil servants. If the government truly ran like a well-oiled machine, as these resolutions suggest, then whistleblowers would be altogether unnecessary. The whole thing is well, uh, worth, uh, well worth reading, especially the other two major absurdities in the identical House and Senate resolutions 
a little bit more about Bureaucrat Appreciation Week. Have you appreciated a bureaucrat this week? If so, how? 800-259-9231. And speaking of bureaucrats that need appreciation, Mark, you've got the story about one particular bureaucrat who is pretty ticked off at some nonprofits for not paying their fair share. We'll come back and talk about it. This is your show. You bring up anything, it's Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and it's your show. You can bring up whatever is on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL-CAI toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features. They're all for free, including archives, an entire year's worth of the show, right there on the front page of the website. Just go and get them. They're free. freetalklive.com. And Mother's Day is tomorrow. If you haven't gotten something for mom yet, it's not too late. It's not too late. Seriously, you can go to 1-800-Flowers.com right now and get her something nice. They've got flowers and special gifts that she will love, and they'll deliver tomorrow on Mother's Day. That's right. On Sunday, they'll deliver to mom. Use code FTL to save 10% at 1-800-Flowers.com. It's not too late. 1-800-Flowers.com. All right, so we are talking about uh, Bureaucrat Appreciation Week, uh, or uh, officially called Public Service Recognition Week, because federal, state, and local governments are responsive, innovative, and effective. Oh, right. Have you ever called a bureaucracy? (laughs) Apparently none of these people have ever dealt with local and uh, state and federal governments. Yeah, they're, they're not responsive. They don't want to talk to you, especially if you have a problem with them. Uh, and nor are they innovative because they don't have an incentive to innovate. They're not a, a private organization in search of a profit or in search of making people happy. Uh, sorry, that they're just those incentives don't exist for them, so they've no reason to innovate. And being effective, well, I guess if maybe if you're qualifying effectiveness on how many people they ty- uh, tyrannize and uh, and steal from, they're pretty effective at scaring people and taking their money. But effective at spending the money? Certainly not. Anytime that you give money to somebody that uh, it's not theirs, like, I can spend my money the best, okay? Yep. And if I give my you money... You earned to, it. Right. If I give my money to you, Mark, and give you a set of instructions as to how to spend it, you're going to spend it okay. You're not going to spend it as well as, as I might have, but you'll be all right. And then if uh, if you take that money and you give it to a stranger and give that stranger a set of instructions, then he's not going to do as good of a job as he's you. He's going to buy $500 toilets and $300 hammers with it. Right. And, uh, well, I was going to say there's another step, and that is if somebody, because you were still voluntarily giving that money to the stranger. Mm. If a stranger comes up and takes that money from you, well, then you have no idea how that person's going to spend <laughs> your money. Uh, so anyway, HomelandStupidity.us reporting on this. The He says, though... Arnold certainly missed a dozen or more things the federal government does usually poorly, for which Congress wants to, quote, salute their unyielding dedication and spirit for public service, unquote. In most of the 14 cases in the resolution, the function is something that shouldn't be done by the government at all. Quote, public servants ensure equal access to secure, efficient, and affordable mail service. Well, of course, the government has a monopoly on mail enforced by law, and no one's allowed to compete with them. Oh, no, wait, before you call FedEx and and UPS, I want to make it clear. Government has a monopoly on what they call first-class mail. Anything under a dollar, government has the exclusive capability to deal with. 
UPS and FedEx are pre- uh, prevented by law from doing business at less than a dollar price point. So there is a monopoly on mail service. And he says monopolies de- deliver inferior products at, at services uh, and services at inflated prices. Speaking of which, postal rates keep rising. Mm-hmm. A rate increase takes effect on Monday, in fact. Uh, and the post office is more interested in appearances than actual service. And he references the story from a few months ago, a couple months ago, how the post office is really changing things up on the insides of their uh, their offices. They're removing clocks from the walls. <laughs> Because you might have some idea, if you look at their clock, as to how long you've been waiting in their line. Mm -hmm. Also consider that bureaucrats teach and work in our schools and libraries. And our children suffer for it. Government control of education, especially federal government control, has been nothing less than a disaster. It's dumbed down our children, turning them from the next generation of free people into the next generation of disaffected wage slaves who know something is terribly wrong, but lack the mental training to figure out what. And uh, so there you go. It is, oh, uh, if the folks on Capitol Hill truly believe that the federal government is so worthy of praise, I suppose Americans should be pleased that they're wasting their time with meaningless resolutions instead of enlarging it by passing laws that could be far more damaging to our country. So, Bureaucrat Appreciation Day. I'm sorry, I I just can't get excited about this particular week. It's crappy law. Yeah, bureaucrats um, in general are, are either dangerous... In the case of the police kicking in people's doors in the middle of the night looking for a bag of marijuana uh, and getting the doors wrong and killing people in the meantime. So bureaucrats are either dangerous, hazardous to your health, or they're just plain ineffective. You know, they're just not as effective as a private organization doing business privately on a voluntary basis with other individuals. I'd have to agree. Speaking of private organizations, I hope we get a chance. We're going to talk about one particular, uh, or I guess one particular city that is attacking nonprofits within the city limits, and we'll talk about why, because apparently bureaucrats are so great. Because they can. Yeah, we'll talk about it here in a moment. Let's go to the phones to Liam in Indianapolis, listening on WXNT. Hey, Liam. Hey, what's up? What's on your mind? Uh, a few things. I just wanted to say, when you were talking about that public service thing right there that you were just talking about, yeah. uh, Ayn Rand, I don't know if you guys have ever read The Fountainhead. I've not. But I have. She does an incredible job in like explaining how public servants and people who want to be public servants are just the worst kind of people in the world. Like it, it's amazing the way she she spells it out. It certainly but, uh, is a pro- it is certainly a profession that attracts the laziest of the lazy. Uh, but I don't think well, it's fair to paint them all with that broad brush. It, I think a lot well, of them. I think a lot of them do Mark, get into uh, them. You know those areas to some of them to help people. Like Mark, your wife well, used to be do. a social worker. Mm-hmm. They do, but but the thing, what happens? What ends up happening once they do it is they they start to hate the people, the very people that they're supposed to help. Well, they, they aren't incentivized in any way to do any helping. I mean, you know, like, exactly. what kind exactly. of help is there? They, they don't have these, uh, they don't have uh, quotas in place. They don't, yeah. and even if they do have quotas in place, they don't have a customer to serve. Instead, yeah. they have yeah. eh, somebody who's bothering them. Bureaucrats should not yeah. be revered. They should not be respected. Uh, they should be, they should be resisted uh, because they are the ones who are doing business at the point of a gun. I know most yeah. bureaucrats don't actually have a gun on their hip, but the fact is if you don't do what they want you to do when they send you an order or send you a notice or whatever it is they're doing, then they're going to send men with guns after you. And no one else operates business yeah. that way. You don't want to buy advertising on Free Talk Live? Okay, whatever. If uh, you don't want to go to Walmart, Walmart isn't going to chase you down with a goon squad and throw you in a jail cell. Only bureaucrats anyway, do that. 
I have uh, one more, well, two more things I wanted to say. First, or yeah, first off, that chick Jean, yeah. she needs to put a shotgun in her mouth. Oh, that's awful. I, that's mean. No, she just needs not, to be educated. She needs to. Why do you no, say that? No, she needs to put a shotgun in her mouth because she's advocating the very government that is taking my freedoms away. And like to me, that's that's just as bad as the government themselves. That's what I say. That's what I say. So. She should put a shotgun in her mouth. Well, that's and pull the trigger. I don't and know. I think Liam, thank you for the call. I think that everybody has the. I think that everybody is capable of changing their minds. Sure, I was a uh, nothing but a uh, you know a, a ditto head. I believed everything Rush said, and uh, I used to have a Rush's right. Uh, I think my dad used to have the Rush's right bumper sticker, and I know, was in the Rush Club. And, and Rush was a heck of a lot writer when the Democrats were in charge <laughs> than he is now. I can assure you yeah, of that. That's true. That's true. Let's continue uh, to Richard in North Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, Richard. Hello. What's on your mind? Hello. Uh, hi. I, well, I was going to talk about the aircraft carriers and the Iran thing and all that stuff, but uh, I guess I am going to change and make a comment about uh, the bureau- bureaucracy yes, thing. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I think that it's really easy to make a lot of broad generalizations, which are really quite false. Uh, sometimes they're true. Sometimes they're not. Um, I, I uh, spent nine years until I went to private practice a couple years ago as the chief psychologist for a geropsychiatry department at a large state psychiatric hospital, which was really quite good and really quite innovative. And because of our professions, we are mandated to uh, discern what is best practice and to implement that across the board, and we did that at that hospital. Well, I, that's, fact, that's what you're required to do. But are you incentivized? No, no, no. That's what I do because that's my ethics. Okay, so those you are your it? ethics. But are, what are you incentivized to do? Is what the administrators and the and the professionals in that hospital? Is that's what they try to do? I, I believe so that, that may be what they're trying to do. Really kind of what are they incentivized to do? Pardon? What are they incentivized to do? Is we'll what you, my question. We'll let you answer that question here in a moment. Hang on. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Richard is uh, trying to make the point that some bureaucrats are good guys. I believe that. We'll come back with that. And and that's fine. You can be a good guy and work in a bureaucracy, but that doesn't mean the system's right. That doesn't mean the system's okay. And it doesn't mean that your paycheck has been funded voluntarily. It hasn't. We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain in this, the live Saturday edition. If you want to get your call in, make it now at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line for you. Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You like the show? You want to help support Free Talk Live? Then buy some stuff at Amazon through our link. Go to amazon.freetalklive.com. Get in the habit of entering their site through that link. And then anytime you buy something... In their 40 categories of products, Free Talk Live gets a percentage. It's pretty sweet. Now, you won't see the percentage being taken out of the uh, the checkout or anything like that. You just have to trust us. If you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, we will get a percentage of your purchase. And it's a great way to help support the show and do the shopping that you need to get done, whether it's buying books for the next semester at college or buying groceries for the family or the hot new DVD or baby clothes. I mean, it's all there. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Now, let's go back to Richard in North Carolina. Richard, you're back on Free Talk Live. We were talking a moment ago about Bureaucrat Appreciation Week or Public Servant Appreciation Week, whatever you want to call them. And you're pointing out that, uh, that you're one of the good guys. You're one of the, uh, the bureaucrats that, you know, isn't a total, uh, total mooch. Uh, you were working at a, I guess, a, some sort of psychiatric hospital, correct? 
That's correct. Right. And I and I understand where you're coming from on this, and you're pointing out that there are some bureaucrats that, for instance, in your capacity, there may not have been any sort of private work. Like if you wanted to get a, uh, you know, you wanted to get a job similar to the one that you had, there might not have been a privately run psychiatric hospital out there for you to work No, at. actually, there are privately run psychiatric hospitals, but generally speaking, they won't take the patients that the state hospital will because they can't make enough money on them. That's your free enterprise system. Now, I'm not knocking free enterprise, and I'm not promoting socialism or anything like that. And I, and I know the old issues about the mean, cruel social workers and so forth that you see in movies and everything else. But I think that what you do when you take an ideology and you try to apply it to every specific situation without regard for the parameters of those situations, then you're really doing everybody a disservice. No, I'm not, there actually. Are times, because there are times when the ideology is appropriate and there are times when it's not. No, the ideology that, that I have is always appropriate, and that is that voluntary interactions are the right thing to do. Of course you think that, but and... that doesn't make it true. Oh, no, no. You think it's okay to force people to pay for things? I think that you have to sometimes if you don't want people to starve to death or to die. Well, you I'm sorry, to but it's it's to do that because people don't do it because of charity alone. Look, and there were psychiatric hospitals really before the state was involved, in sir. That's not exactly Pardon? correct. There were psychiatric hospitals before the state owned psychiatric hospitals. Right. They had them, and the, the sanitarium, is, sanatoriums were actually yeah. actually there were not. There weren't. No, there were not. Yes, they there were. They were owned by the church. They were owned the by the church. The first one called Bedlam was run by the by the government in England in London. Okay, so and you the pointed out that Bedlam was in 1875. In that period, were all state state psychiatric hospitals. Yeah, but but what I'm telling there you is that prior to at that, that same time there were patients, but they don't deal with the SPMI population, the folks who don't have any money and who are severely and persistently mentally ill. The states do. So if you want to take care of those people, you're not going to get it done through a private hospital. You're saying I, I don't, I don't believe happen. for a second that people won't take care of you. You're going to talk about it, and you don't know it. Look, Sorry, what I'm yeah. telling you is that I do believe that people will take care of folks that can't take care of themselves through That's charity. Bullshit. Okay, oh, see you God. later. 800-259-9231. You want to guarantee that you're not going to be on Free Talk Live? You just do say something like that. 800-259-9231. Okay, sorry, don't believe you, don't care what you, you know, what your point of view is on this. The fact is it's wrong to I, point guns at people and force them to pay for a program that you think is right. Now, you know, they you, he might have actually helped a few people in his tenure at that particular state institution. I don't know. I don't know what his job entailed. I don't know what all went on, but let's presume he helped a few people into in the course of doing his job. Great. Now, why can't you help them on a voluntary basis? Why can't your paycheck come from people voluntarily contributing to your organization? Are you going to tell me that people are evil by nature, people are uh, bad by nature, so they won't give money to uh, a psychiatric hospital? Oh, okay, so if people are bad by nature, then that would mean that... The bureaucrats that are taking our money are bad by their nature. Right. So the people that we've elected into office are actually evil, and we shouldn't let them take our money. Thank you very much. You know what the fact is? People do care about others. That's why uh, other voluntary organizations get millions of dollars in contributions. I mean, the Salvation Army is one example of a, a private organization. A Salvation, a Salvation Army is an organization that helps uh, homeless people, crazy people. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the exact people we're talking about here. You know, the very, the most disreputable of. You know, I'm not saying that they're evil. I'm just saying that they're, uh, you know, certainly the lowest class of American citizens. Goodwill helps uh, ex-convicts. You know, that kind of thing get on on their feet. You know, people with uh, mild retardation have jobs yep. you know there's organizations to help those folks and, and i think when if you give americans back at least the the 50 percent of money you take from them in taxes that they'll be that much more generous
generous. The most generous people on the face of the earth ever will continue to be generous. Because that's true. Uh, the, America, the American people are the most generous, uh, the most generous people giving, uh, I think at the last time I looked at the statistics, statistics, it was over $150 billion mm-hmm. a year just to charity, and that's with their current tax burden. Right. So were Americans to be able to keep all the money they earned, they'd be able to give even more to those, uh, those charities. And charities and private, um, private charities, these groups that like private hospitals and that sort of thing, they would also be able to keep more of their money in the event that, and, and then use that to pay down their overhead and, and cover their costs. But then you get situations like uh, this story that you've got here, Mark, tonight, in regards to one particular government that is, is looking to tax nonprofits even more so than they already are. Nonprofit organizations cost Pittsburgh millions of dollars a year in uncollected property taxes. Cost, cost Pittsburgh uncollected property taxes, says acting controller Tony Pecora, who wore a red shirt and a red tie meant to symbolize that the city is bleeding from nonprofits, as he discussed audit results with reporters Friday. Pecora targeted the largest and most profitable non-profits. How can you be? <laughs> what? <laughs> Including the University of Pittsburgh and the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, because they are tax-exempt. Pitt and UPMC pay only a fraction of what other businesses do in property taxes. The city lost more than $23 million in property taxes from land owned by Pitt and its hospital. It's amazing that the the city has been able to stay afloat this long, said Pecora. (laughs) The criticism isn't new, and Pitt officials rejected it. They and other not-for-profits contribute to the community in ways the government cannot, officials said. The Commonwealth of Pennsylvania has concluded that there should be non-profit organizations exempt from taxes that provide a plethora of health, education, and social services. The government cannot provide, said uh, Pitt spokesman Robert Hill. The university is um, pumping $1.5 billion annually into the economy of of this region. We employ 13,000 people, he said. Our economic impact is enormous. But this bureaucrat is crying over the $23 million that he would get if it was a real, if it was a not-for-profit business sitting in that land. That hospital isn't paying enough money to us bureaucrats so that we... See, now here's a perfect example. Um, what was the caller's name that was just on? Richard. Richard, here's a perfect example of a not-for-profit that's actually that's doing some very good work, and the bureaucrats, the the bureaucrats are trying to get their claws in there and suck them dry. Wherever there's money changing hands, bureaucrats want to get a piece. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid that's the case. So. And uh, you know what? And, and so if, for instance, this bureaucrat gets his way and gets these this medical center, mm-hmm. gets it taxed at the same rate that all other businesses are taxed at. Then what are they going to have to do? Well, they're, they're either going to have to fire some employees because currently, you know, they're not for profit, right? Right. So they're not. They're not. They're not taking. Nobody's taking the money home except employees. Yeah. So they're going to either have to cut employees, cut services, raise rates, raise rates, uh, something right. in order to pay this twenty-three million that he, they're talking about. So here. if they have to pay more money to the government, that means that more contributions will be required in order to cover their costs, and therefore it's putting an extra burden on this charity that's helping people. Gee, thanks so much, Mr. Bureaucrat. You're so caring and so kind. Mm. Oh, yeah, I really appreciate bureaucrats. You know what? Bureaucrats, they can be good people. Absolutely. As soon as they stop taking money gained through coercion. 
Your paycheck, if you're a bureaucrat, was gained through force. I would agree with that, but like you know, um, to, to to side for a second with those that are trying to do a good job. Uh, my wife was, as you said, a social worker, and and there wasn't any um, work out in the community that did what she did. She took your tax money and mm-hmm. gave it to bums for operations um, so that they could, quote-unquote, return to work. Yeah. Um, many of them did not, but whatever. She gave them operations and you know provided them with glasses and walkers or whatever it is that they needed. Um, now, as far as efficiency went, she saw twice as many cases as the person who was sitting in her position previously. They had to change the standards by by which they judged employees in her division based on how much work she did. She understood that they a lot of people in that division just weren't doing anything. Jane in California, we've got about uh, 15 seconds for you. Sorry you called at the end of the show. What's on your mind? Well, I just wanted to get back to what you had talked about earlier in the program regarding uh, U.S. oppression in other countries. And, you know, it's unfortunate people like Gene don't understand that. But it has been going on. It actually has been going on for over 15 years. You're absolutely right. Hey, Jane, can you call us Monday night? We'd love to hear from you then. It's been Ian here with you. And Mark. See you online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. 